Hello, besties. I've been trying to film this episode for a couple minutes now. I'm so happy I'm, f- I'm finally starting. This feels like when I did my first episode, uh, my first video on YouTube, and I'm so excited. But at the same time, I'm really anxious because I want it to be good. But it's the first one, so I'm allowed to make mistakes. But anywho, hello to all of you listening. I'm really, really excited for you to be here and still sleeping right beside me right now. And I wish I could be sleeping as well. <laughs> but I'm also really happy to be filming this first episode of Time for Tea. I decided to name this podcast just that because I wanted this podcast to really be the place where I can be my most raw self and be able to let you in on so many bits that I have just not yet brought myself to share on social media. I know that this is still a social media platform, but I feel like it's more personal to those who are listening. So, yes, I don't, I'm I'm stopping myself from starting to babble and talk very, very fast. <laughs> so, please excuse me for that. Today, um, we're going to be discussing anxiety and friendships and the big question of do you really need friends? I've asked this question myself a couple hundred times and I do feel that um, it's something that the more you grow, the more you think about, um, especially if you're like me and you have you suffer from anxiety. <laughs> but I do want to start all my podcast episodes um, by sharing my current gratitudes with you and giving you the time to just think of three things you're grateful for um because i really want my podcast to be a place where you come in here we chat about you know things you would chat with your bestie and then you come out of the episode feeling really inspired if that makes sense and also really really just in a good headspace um so yeah so i'm going to start with my gratitudes So, my first gratitude for this week is that I finally realized my life won't change by wishing it will, and instead I can just like it as it is until it looks like I would want it to look. And this is something that I had to think a lot about, and took me quite a, a few tries to get to this point, um, and I'm sure I will get to where I was again until I'm back to this point again and um, but basically currently my life looks nothing like I would want it to look and um, there are so many bits of it that I am so happy with but you know my head takes me and fo- puts all my focus basically my my focus is always on where I can improve in rather than where I'm at and how grateful I should feel for all the things I've managed to accomplish and Last week or the week after, I managed to realize just how happy I should feel with all that I've achieved and all that I'm in right now, what my life looks like. And I'm really, really happy um, for realizing that for myself. So I'm really, really grateful for that. Um, 
I'm also really grateful for my mindset. I feel like my mindset has improved so, so much lately. Um, especially with some current turnout of events, I feel like my mindset is at the best place it's ever been the past 22 years. And I don't exactly know where that's coming from, but I do feel like I've set certain boundaries uh, with the people around me and I've also realized what I like and what I don't like and what I deserve and what I'm not deserving of, um, if that makes sense. And that has helped me so much um, when it comes to me um, communicating with people and, you know, discussing certain boundaries that have been crossed. I feel like I'm in a position where I finally understand that if I'm communicating something and the the person listening to what I'm communicating doesn't take it the way I intended it to, that's not on me. And, you know, my mindset is at a place where finally I don't put all the blame on myself. Whereas before, I used to do that all the time. So, yes. Other than that, I'm also really, really grateful for Ensil, um, just because I feel like my mindset has changed a lot because of him. Um, I feel like whereas my childhood home was really, really um, stressful on my mindset, my mindset felt like it had to be this, this and this. Um, as soon as I moved out, and more so as soon as I met Ensil, it started to change, but I feel like since we've moved out, I've had the the space to just kind of actually be myself. And I felt my mindset gets stronger, gets happier, definitely more positive, definitely. Um, I have more time to think. I have more time to just come to terms with what I'm feeling, other than feeling like I have to suppress it because, you know, I'm in a household with other family members. And sometimes I did feel that I have to, you know, if I'm really, really sad, I would just, you know, put it down there, push it down there, um, just so that I don't make my family members feel disappointed or sad or whatever. I'm sure you can understand what I'm trying to say, um, because I'm sure so many of you listening live with your family or live with family members. So, yes, there's, there only needs, my therapist once told me, there only needs to be one change in energy, in a household, and there will be a shift with all of the people. So maybe I did take that too deeply. However, I was always that kind of person, so maybe that's on me. <laughs> so those are my gratitudes. I would love to know um, what your gratitudes are. So if you want, you can always let me know um, by DMing me on my Instagram. However, if you want to keep it for yourself, this is the time. To just think about three things which are which you are grateful for, um, thinking about good things and feeling grateful for the things that's happening to you brings more abundance. And I know this might sound cliche, <laughs> however, yes, it does because it's all about how you look at your life that affects all that comes to you. If you think positive, more positive comes, not because it necessarily comes, but more so because you're so focused on the positive that you start realizing more of the positive rather than always seeing the negative. But yes, so now's the perfect time to just sit down with a cup of tea and think 
of what you're grateful for. I haven't really been the luckiest when it comes to friendships, I feel. Um, I don't really blame it on my anxiety, but I do realize and I have understood that your anxiety, especially if you do suffer from anxiety itself, not just have some anxieties here and there at times, um, does affect the way you make friendships and your possibilities of making new friendships, especially at the age of, you know, when you're like going into college or into sixth form or into university. I feel like those periods of our lives are so heavily peer pressured, even if at the time you don't think you are, you are. I'm sure you are. <laughs> um, I was and I'm more than certain then that so many of you watching, if listening, sorry, I'm not used to this. Um, I'm sure that if you really sat down and thought to yourself, you would realize that you have been peer pressured a lot of times in your life and you didn't even realize. And when it comes to making friends, anxiety doesn't help. Um, most definitely. Um, starting off from my experience, making friends was never easy just because I always thought of what the other person was thinking about me. Um, especially I have I had very, very, very low confidence when I was at sixth form. And I don't feel like I ever was lucky enough to have a friendship that I truly felt like I was getting as much as I was giving because I tend to give friendships a lot of energy, um, my own energy, of, obviously, and then I feel like I don't really get it back. I don't really feel it being reciprocated. And unfortunately, I feel I have felt that even now in my adult life, um, which is very, very unfortunate, because you would think that as people grow, people mature, and people start to try to fix certain patterns that they do, However, that's not the case for everyone. Um, and it's okay because some people haven't got to that point in their life or maybe they will never get to that point in their life. However, it does hurt you in a way, especially if you're on the path of, you know, trying to make your living experience a better one. Um, but yes, if you listening suffer from anxiety and you feel like friendship friendship making friends is not your forte i'm here i'm with you it's not mine either um however it does get to a point where you start to think and you realize that what you're feeling someone else that you might want to be friends with um might be feeling it too so sometimes being honest I like, for instance, when I meet new people to just get the fact that I suffer from anxiety out there at once just because I don't want it to interfere in the future. And some things, if you if you yourself suffer from anxiety, um, 
you tend to see certain patterns in other people. Um, however, someone who doesn't suffer from anxiety cannot see these patterns and it might be difficult for them to understand certain things you do. Um, like, for instance, something I do um, and my therapist has told me that it comes from anxiety is sometimes I just can't bring myself to answer text messages. I don't know what's up with that. However, it's me. <laughs> I do it. And it's funny to think about it because then there come days where I literally want to answer all text messages, all messages from Instagram, everywhere, from all my life aspects. But some days I feel too overwhelmed in my head, not literally um, overwhelmed with work, but literally in my head, just up there. Um, and I just can't bring myself to answer them. And that sometimes hurts friendships, and I know it does, but you have to have anxiety in a way to understand it. And sometimes you can have anxiety and still don't understand it. <laughs> so, yes. So sometimes anxiety also makes you do things which other people are not necessarily going to understand. And it's not up to you. And at the same time, it's not up to them. You can't expect them to understand you. But at the same time, you can't expect them to not un to like you don't have to explain yourself if that makes sense like i had a friendship where the main issue was that i wasn't answering the text messages as quickly at times and with our this friendship did fall out and then we made friends again and i made it a point that the first time we met i would discuss this i'm a i'm big I'm really big on communicating and I made it a point that I would discuss it with her and let her know that, you know, this is something she would expect and it has absolutely nothing to do with her or our friendship or that I'm really giving our friendship importance. If she really, really, really needs me, she can definitely call me and I will be up for a call. However, sometimes there will come days where it might take a few more hours for me to reply just because I feel too overwhelmed. And she did say she understood. However, we ended up falling out again because of the same issue. Now, don't get me wrong. I do feel like this of this issue, this whole falling out, had a lot to do with me, obviously. But at the same time, I do feel like I was you know, transparent about something that I knew she would most probably not understand. And... If it was the other way around, I would definitely have tried to put my feet in her shoes to understand because people do things that I don't understand, but I still try to be as, as you know, empathetic as possible. But, you know, you can't, you can't like, um, how do you say it? You can't really expect that from other people. And in friendships come a lot of expectations, which I feel are not really met at times because expectations are literally things we do and we expect them from other people um, just because and sometimes these expectations aren't really communicated so you end up expecting things which are not really ever going to come to you but you just expect them because hey you're doing it so why isn't the other person doing it and we expect i feel 
sometimes and way too much from friendships and friendships are just that they're friendships they're not a relationship they're a good friendship and friendships have different levels obviously you can be the friendship you have with your best friend is definitely different to a friendship you have with an acquaintance you meet just once every two months to have a coffee and chat you know it's different however sometimes a lot of expectations and friendships do tend to make the friendship really really difficult to sustain and to maintain um just because the friendship should feel natural it shouldn't feel like a lot of work um and you know people have their own lives so you have to understand that friendships can fall out and then you make up make up again and then you fall out again and then you lose contact or you grow out of each other and that's okay that's very healthy <laughs> to fall to you know grow out of friendships because that means you're growing you're changing and some people a lot of people are not even meant to stay in your life forever you know so i feel like we've covered the whole anxiety spectrum of friendships enough now let me get onto the question of today's podcast which is do you really need friends the funny thing is no one was made to be solitary i feel like everyone needs people in their lives because these different people in their lives serve a different serve a different purpose and the beauty of life itself is that you have different people to experience different experiences with um but do you really need friends in my opinion in my most humble opinion now that i am 22 years old i think that no you do not really need friends i love having friends and i love having people around me that i can just phone message call or just you know contact especially when something good happens and you just really want to share the happiness however i'm at a point in my life where i know that no you do not really need friends to survive because friends come and people in general come in your life when you least expect them to and that's the best part of the whole idea of living is that people things experiences come so unexpectedly in life and sometimes those people who come unexpectedly are the ones who last and are the experiences which teach you a lot um and i feel like you know understanding what i have always wanted and wished for and waited from my friends to give me i can give them to myself for instance let me just you know brainstorm with you why do i need a friend why would i need want a friend at this point in my life to go out with okay i would want a friend to go out with so i can take myself out i can take myself out on coffee i can take myself out on dates i can take myself out shopping i can literally do this on my own even though you would obviously like to do that with a friend you can already do that on your own so there's nothing stopping you what else why what else would i want a friend for i would want a friend to you know talk to someone when i have an issue or when i have a problem i would want someone to be able to hear me okay i don't have a friend currently so what could i do if i don't have a friend hypothetically i can journal <laughs> so again i am replacing it with something that i can control at this very moment 
because re- realistically having or making friends is not, isn't something that is fully in your control because you can't just snap your finger and have a friend or you can just snap your finger and have dozens of people waiting behind your door to chat to and to choose to make friends for from and that's why i said that sometimes the most unexpected people or experiences that come in your life are the ones that last because they're not forced and sometimes when you really really want a friend you will make everything and you will do anything to do that to have friends to make to have people in your life and don't get me wrong um if you don't have a boyfriend or if you don't have a girlfriend so if you if it's just you and your family members sometimes it does get really really difficult to not have friends because obviously you would want people out of your family circle <laughs> which are not necessarily your brother your sister your cousin or all that but sometimes forcing it to happen is definitely not healthy and i can assure you there's nothing wrong with you if you don't have friends because at this point in my life i feel like being alone is healthy and it does teach you a lot about yourself um when you're with friends you do get caught up in very very silly things that at the end of the day they don't really matter um and especially if you're at a point in your life where you're still figuring out i feel like in your in our 20s we do meet a lot of people that just that are just temporary or we just you know learn something from the friendship we have with them so yes i feel like i'm blabbering i hope this is all making sense <laughs> because i'm literally in my bed and i'm looking at my tv and then at my and at, at coco sleeping and then at ansel sleeping and then at my blazer <laughs> which is hanging on my closet and you know you get the picture anywho so i have understood that no i do not necessarily need friends having a having a friend is like something extra which i really 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 enjoy but i do not necessarily need friends to make myself happy or to make my life an enjoyable one because i have come to understand the importance of enjoying being on my own and that having people that and i enjoy ex- different experiences in my life with does not necessarily come with friends so if i want to if i had to just book a ticket right now and go to paris i would do it irrelevant if i have friends or not because i'm sure for instance last time i went thrifting and basically we went there i thought my mom had money and my mom thought i had money and when we, when we went to pay neither of us had money <laughs> so she literally i stood there in the charity shop and she went with ensel and my dad to the atm to get money funny story most of the time we always have money but this was one of those cases where we just thought both of us had money and we didn't and basically as i stood there in the charity shop and waited for them it was like 30 minutes at the minimum and i just went around the charity shop again and there were two lovely ladies and as they were um you know trying on the clothes one of them said i look like i'm about to do someone's taxes and 
to that, I laughed. And they both looked at me and laughed back. And I told her, you look like an accountant. And they started laughing. <laughs> and it was a, a point where I felt like friends and the experiences you have with friends does not necessarily come with someone you meet every day or you meet every week or you meet sometimes. But these experiences, these lovely feelings you get from having friends sometimes comes with strangers. And if you push yourself out of your comfort zone, sometimes you are bound to make your life experience so much better because you don't really worry about, oh my God, I don't have any friends. I never have anywhere to go during the weekend. I never have anyone to talk to when I have problems. There are so many ways how you can fix these issues and, you know, get across these obstacles and these hurdles and just enjoy being on your own while it lasts because it doesn't last that that long and if you've just had a friendship breakup that's okay we all go through it and even though I'm sure you listening going through that breakup you can learn a lot from it and I'm sure you could also learn some things you can not repeat and must do the next time it's totally okay all people go through these things and it's okay if you lost a friend you never thought you would lose because that's life really you never know what's going to happen and I do truly believe that some things happen for the best all things happen for the best the universe knows best um, and if you just trust in it I like to believe that if something doesn't go the way I thought it was, then it doesn't match my energy or I didn't match its energy. Um, I like to believe that our energy um, does reflect and attract more than reflect. Um, attract energy, which is on the same wavelength of our energy. So if I've just lost a friend, maybe our energy didn't match and maybe it wasn't the time. Or it wasn't healthy for me. Or it wasn't healthy for the other person. You know. So. Yes. (laughs) I feel like I've said a lot. Um, Basically. The tea in this episode. Is that. Friendships. Aren't really this. Big glorified thing. That they are. Made to be. Um, Life is still. Very very beautiful. If you don't have friends and there will come a time where you have a lot of friends, then there will come a time where you don't have a lot of friends. I myself didn't have a lot of friends when I was at junior college and I've talked about this numerous times on my Instagram. However, um, I always love to recall it because I feel like it does give some kind of consolation to anyone hearing it and going through something similar or, you know, just through a period of not having friends. I barely had any friends at junior college. And when I think back, I just really, really, really want to give 16-year-old Kelly a big, big hug. Um, I feel like she was so, so, so lonely. And she just didn't have anyone to talk to. I'm literally <laughs> getting teary as I say this because I never really stopped to think about just how lonely I used to feel back then. Um, But then again, one of my tattoos 
um, which is num. Um, I got that for a rapper. I don't know how to say his name. I never got it right. Um, but basically, there's this rapper, if I'm not mistaken, um, whose name is XXXTentacion. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever heard of him. Basically, he had a whole album when I was in junior college, and I used to love listening to it. Let me just find the name. I found the name. The name is 17, the album 17. Um, basically, XXXTentacion died um, when I was in junior college. However, I was in second year when he died, and I spent half of the first year and most of the second year just listening to his album on repeat it did bring me so much consolation but it made me feel less alone um the album was quite sad i'm not going to lie however it really 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 made me feel like there was someone there with me through this feeling of loneliness all throughout the two years um, I did have a friend back in junior college. I had a, I had a lot of friends, but they were they were all in different lessons. We we never met during break time. There was a friend who unfortunately I had to stop, you know, frequenting because of different issues. And there was a friend I really really loved, and I genuinely loved as a friend. However. Our situation got a little difficult and didn't end as I would have wanted it to. There were friends which I really, really enjoyed being with. However, I didn't see much of um, because of the ways our, scheduled our schedules clashed. Um, and basically, I spent a lot of my free time alone. Um, during lessons, I did have people I used to stay with. And I have one which I still remember to this day and I absolutely, absolutely love her. Um, if you're listening to this, maybe, um, I hope you know who you are, but now she's gone on to her nice music career, and I do remember her saying and her sharing how much you used to love singing and how much you would love to, t to take it on to like, a career, and I'm really, ha I'm really happy seeing her thriving, um, but I did feel so, so alone because you know, when it got real, I didn't really have anyone. When when I had two hours free of lessons until I continued the lesson again, I was alone. And whilst I went around, you know, junior college, going around the close-by restaurants, the close-by bars, I used to feel really, 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 really alone, especially seeing other people in groups. I would think to myself, how can they have a whole group? And I can't even have one single friend to stay with during my free time. It just made me really, really sad. And I feel like I'm really thankful for the music I used to listen to. Um, because it did make me feel less lonely. I felt like I was sharing my battle with someone. And basically that's why I got the tattoo that says numb. Because then this rapper died. And when he died, I did feel like, what, what, what was am I? What was expected of me next? Like, he's never going to come up with another album, and 
I'm here still with no friends. So what do I do? So I just kept on listening to the same album over and over again. <laughs> but yes, so there come times where you're at a point in your life well, okay, I don't have any friends. I'm so lonely. Will this last forever? No, it won't. Um, I went to university. I did have friends there. But looking back, I still feel like it wasn't really the kind of friendship I want. I would want for myself. Um, I always longed for a friendship that I could communicate to. And there being no sort of boundaries when it comes to, you know, secrets. All these things that you would want a friend to, like, you give her and she gives you. And I, as I said, I am really, really big on communication. And I just, just really, really long for a friend who I can literally communicate and be able to not argue. I hate, 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 hate arguments and fights. And just feel like I'm at a point in my life, even with Ansel, I do this a lot. Um, and we're still not on the same wavelength <laughs> on this. But after going to therapy, I realized how important communication is, especially more so because in my own childhood home, communication wasn't this big thing. So I have come to understand how important communication is, how important, sorry, communication is, and just how I would love to communicate with the rest of my life instead of argue, because arguing, arguments don't really get us anywhere. Don't get me wrong. I do argue sometimes, I do get angry, especially with Ansel, and it's a pity because he doesn't deserve it most of the time, but it's just because, for instance, we're shooting content, it's looking exactly how I want it to, and then I get angry, then he starts telling me why you're getting angry, and then I'm like, you know, this is why I'm, I'm getting angry, and then it escalates very quickly, <laughs> and it has absolutely no actual reason for me to get angry, but yes, <laughs> um, so I hope that you listening today have understood maybe two things from this podcast first that there's nothing wrong with you for not having friends and second of all there are many things you can learn from not having friends at this very nice moment in your life and if you just shifted your perspective from oh i don't have friends to oh I'm alone at this moment. What can I learn about myself? It would literally change your whole perspective. Um, friendships are a lot of energy to maintain. So sometimes this means that you need to focus on yourself more. Understand why you need friends so much. Understand what you can give yourself that you would want from a friend. Because eventually they will come. Especially if you're just, you know, at that age, as I mentioned before, you will go to your own workplace. And you will get to a point where you make friends, you will lose some again, you will make some again, and it will be so, so beautiful. You will be so happy to make friends again or to make friends for the first time. And understanding exactly what you're what you want, what you're waiting from a friend, what you really need from a friend will help you both when making friends and also when picking your friends because if certain boundaries are already being crossed with people you've just met you'll instantly understand that the, your friendship can never work so they will just be a good acquaintance <laughs> so yes i will not go on 
because I don't want the first episode to be very, very long. Um, I hope this was good for you listening. I hope it did give you a little bit of perspective and I hope that it will make you think. Um, but just know that if you ever feel like you really, really have absolutely no friends, you do have me. That's why I call you my bestie because you truly are my bestie. Um, and if you ever want to chat, I'm always here to listen. I'm a voice message away. I'm a DM away. I'm a video call away on Instagram. So, yes. <laughs> um, you can find me on Instagram at Kelly Pizzani. Um, double Y that is. And yes, I would love to see you next Sunday for our afternoon tea again. In the meantime, um, let's chat on Instagram. I hope you have a nice day or night, whatever time you're listening this to. And yes, I just am sending you a big, big, big warm hug. And let's chat next Sunday. I have a very, very nice topic, topic coming ahead. I can't wait to share it with you. And don't forget your tea because I think if you haven't drank it now, it has got cold. <laughs> See you, bestie.